Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. In today's episode, we're going to talk about internal citations. These are the bibliographical kind of references that often are showing up in footnotes, but sometimes are referenced in other ways. The question is, how do we incorporate these citations or these bibliographical kinds of pieces of information? And the question that comes even before that is, How important is that information to your listener? And which pieces of that information may be important? And as usual, I want to come back to that foundational piece, which is the listener experience. Here, just as in any other conversation about what we're going to do with different aspects of the audiobook production, here again, we want to focus on what's going to create a great listener experience. Now, in a situation where we're talking about citations, more often we're going to be looking at a piece of uh, text or content that it may be more academic or may be more addressed to a professional audience that values some of this bibliographical information. And that is the main question that we want to ask at first is what pieces of information are going to be important to your listener? That is the foundational piece that all of the rest of these decisions are going to be built upon. So now let's talk about some of your options in terms of how to incorporate or not that information. And the first is you can simply omit it. With audiobooks, omitting citations is the most common method of dealing with them. Now, for those who uh, really want to be doing the right thing by the authors that you are quoting, you may have some questions about whether that's really appropriate. And certainly there are ways to handle the bibliographical information using print, which in most cases you would make available on your website. But from a listening perspective, often the choice, I think, and a a well-made choice is to simply omit them. But what if your audience really, you think that they will really value that information particularly? Let's look at some different ways to handle pieces of this um, note-like or citation information that can also work in audiobooks. One way is to modify the text slightly to incorporate the citation information as narrative. Let's look at an example from the book Tourism and Travel in Ancient Egypt by Mohammed Yehia Zakaria Z. Ahmed. This is a book that I narrated and we produced in 2017. It's a really interesting topic and written more for a scholarly audience than your typical audiobook. 
Since it's filled with citations, we really wanted to solve this problem of how to make it a great listening experience. For example, one of the sentences in this book was originally written like this. Egypt was connected to the other surrounding nations. Fakhri, 1991. The Fakhri 1991 is parenthetical. It's at the end of the sentence in parentheses. This sentence could be rewritten something along these lines. According to Fakhri, 1991, Egypt was connected to the other surrounding nations. In this example, we've kept all the information and just made it more of a narrative. The 1991 still stays in there and is still kept as parenthetical, but it has a little bit more of a narrative flow. The next level of how to deal with internal citations where you want to keep the information in there, so rather than just omitting it, and similar to turning it into a narrative, in this example, what we're doing is we're minimizing the amount of detail to really hone it down to the only parts that we think the listeners are going to be really caring about. In this case, the 1991 may not be of particular value to your listening audience, in which case you could say, according to Fakhri, Egypt was connected to the other surrounding nations. Now, a fourth approach to this same situation and the approach that we ended up using for this particular audiobook was to group the citations at the end of each segment. So we would have the full segment without the specific citations sentence by sentence, and then at the end of the section, we'd have something like, the previous section uses references Uphill, 2001, Breyer and Hobbs, 1999, and Baines, 2004. Using this approach, we're able to include all the information that may be of value to the listener, but in a way that doesn't continuously interrupt the narrative flow. Let's take just a short break, and then we'll come back to hear about one of your most powerful options for how to use citations. At Pro Audio Voices, we're committed to our client's success, and that starts with pre-production. We guide you in the decisions that will help you leverage your audiobook to achieve your goals. Schedule a discovery call with me at proaudiovoices.com slash get hyphen started. Let's talk. When you have a lot of citations in your book, a lot of internal, maybe footnotes or end notes, pieces of information that may be of value to your listener, one of the very best things you can do is to offer that information as a free download or a free access on your website. Why is this the best option? Well, you might think, well, because then you don't have to include that information in the audiobook and interrupt the narrative flow. That is true, but there's an even better reason, and that is leverage. We're always looking for the ways in which we can bring our listeners to our websites so that we can then continue to engage with them. Every time you have an opportunity in an audiobook that is appropriate to where you're actually creating a bonus value experience for your listeners, that is a positive thing and should be taken advantage of. Why? 
Because if they've enjoyed your audiobook, you will be doing them a favor if you allow them to continue to engage with you, to find out what other materials you have, what blog posts you're posting, if you have a podcast, if you have a free gift for them if all they do is give you their email address, if you have other books, if you have services that you'd like to offer. All of these can be a benefit to your listeners. And frankly, they're a great benefit to you as well. We should always be looking at the ways in which we can invite listeners to our websites so that then they can continue the conversation with us and learn more from us if we have more to offer, to buy our other books or next books. All of these things are actually, if we think about it, because we're providing the kind of content that is valuable, this is a gift that we are then giving by making it easy for them to find us and follow us. So let's recap. When you have internal citations that may be in the form of footnotes or endnotes, you have some options. You can omit them entirely. You can modify the text to include the same information as narrative. You can choose to minimize the detail that's included in that rewriting of the narrative. You can always include them as written. That's certainly an option that I didn't specifically mention, but seemed pretty obvious. And lastly, and most powerfully, you can leverage those notes by making them available on your website and inviting your listeners to come to your website to access that information and learn more about you. Now, armed with all of these different options, I want to talk about one other thing, and that is about whether you need to be consistent throughout your audiobook in terms of how you handle these pieces. And the answer is no, you do not need to be consistent. In fact, you may want to change it up. Here's the thing, is always come back to that foundation of what's your listener experience? What is your listener going to most value and how can you best provide that experience for them? And when I talk about consistency, I even mean you can omit some footnotes and you might want to include others. One of the things that you can look for is which footnotes include information that in the moment of their listening to that piece of the content that it's referring to, will it provide beneficial content, beneficial information to that moment? And if so, a great way to handle footnote kind of information is just to say, note, read the note, and then end note. And again here, just like we talked about earlier is you can minimize the detail that you're including in that, just include the content that is of value in that moment. If you have just a couple of these and it feels like that's the appropriate moment to invite them to your website for more detail or additional footnotes, that's totally fine. Again, you're always looking for listener best experience and also how to appropriately provide added value and to leverage your audiobook so that you can continue to engage with your audience. I hope this has been helpful. Please reach out to us at Pro Audio Voices and let us know if you have questions about your audiobook 
and how to handle these kinds of issues, which we consider pre-production preparation. I hope you'll join us for the next episode of Audiobook Connection. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.